Hello, welcome to Game Changer. Monday through Friday, David Villa and our crew dive into God's Word and talk about how to take principles from the Bible and apply them to our daily lives. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our host. All right, what's up, guys? Good morning. Welcome to Game Changer podcast. Um, David Villa. I'm here, actually, with Ashton, my daughter. Yeah. What's up, Ash? Hey, how are oh. you guys doing? And now I'm joined with Mike and Ez and the Matias is in here as well. So we got the whole gang back together and uh, Diana will be back on uh, Monday. We're finishing up, wrapping up the Breaking Point series. Uh, what a week it's been. Um, you know, we talked about breakthrough and, you know, it's funny because we went in multiple different directions and I never realized how, how vast of a topic breakthrough is. And, you know, Diana helped kind of take it a different direction as well. And, you know, it was interesting how she pointed out yesterday that, um, maybe the day before, but one day this week, Diana pointed out that, you know, a lot of times we always view, we view it from going from an uphill perspective mm-hmm. instead of, you know, instead of what we can gather from that period of time and that God really solidifies us. And so it's not only, it's not only a hold on, God's going to bring you through, it's also a... Man, look at the the blessing that I received in this season. Yeah. And, I, and I'm reminded, you know, it's, it's funny, uh, when we think of, you know, Jesus, we pattern our whole Christian walk after Christ. You know, when he, when he went, uh, when he was baptized, he came out of the River Jordan. And the Bible says that the Spirit led him into the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And it was in the wilderness that he received the power to walk the three years on this earth to perform miracles because the Bible says the spirit led him into the wilderness full of the Holy Spirit but then he returned in the power of the spirit so what he gathered in in that breaking point because the enemy was trying to break him in those 40 days Mm -hmm. and what he gathered in that breaking point was the power and and so I think that we can't underestimate this season and uh, so you know throughout our day-to-day struggles we know, and, and, and I think we all need to acknowledge, it can be hard to view, you know, upcoming changes with a positive outlook. It can be mm-hmm. hard to, to view the season that we're in, the waiting with the positive outlook. But faith comes easy when everything is going right. Mm. I mean, that's not really faith, is it? Yeah. But when we're faith, resi- faith with resistance, faith can be difficult. And so what I've learned in my life is sometimes in order to break through, you have to ignore the facts of life and you have to focus on the truth. There's a difference in facts and truth. And, you know, facts say you're broke or unemployed. You must, but but the truth says God will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So the facts say one thing, there's a set of facts that you're faced with right now, but then you can open up the word of God and see the, the truth. You know, facts say that you're sick. And that doesn't change the truth that by his stripes we're healed, yeah. Isaiah 53, 5. And so when we've reached our breaking point, we can't allow these facts to really discourage us because they will, and that's the enemy's goal. The enemy, again, knows he cannot, in many cases, destroy you or kill you, but his, his goal and his purpose is to siphon or distract or derail. If he can just slow you down. I mean, he's he's trying to put the brakes on the kingdom of God any way he can. So when we've reached our breaking point, don't allow the facts to cloud the truth. So we must stay focused on the truth even when the going gets tough. So during you know the extreme periods of resistance, our attitude, you know, as I think Zig Ziglar said, will determine our altitude. Yeah. Amen. 
So, you know, the resistance, I, I, you know, that we face, it may be new to us. Because yeah. I think every time we go through resistance, I think that we view it as like, you know, nobody can really relate to this. Nobody can understand, but it isn't new to God. Mm-hmm. God's been there. He's seen it. And here's the best part, ready? He's defeated it. And so, um, and so, you know, so God's been there, he's seen it, and he's defeated it. What do you say, Ash? Well, when you said um, that our attitude can sometimes determine the, how, how did you say altitude. it? The altitude. Um, it kind of reminded me, I don't know if you remember this, but when I was younger, <laughs> I had an attitude problem. And when you so, were younger. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Matthias, when she was younger. <laughs> Oh, he can't talk. Oh, you're scared. Okay, it's I get true. it. Too. It's true. He can't talk, or he he'll oh, okay. he'll hear it later, and he'll get a really big attitude. I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, when I was younger, when I had like a, I was you know just a typical like young teenager getting like an attitude to my parents, and um, I remember w- the thing that you guys did to fix that was make me read this quote on attitudes every single morning when I got in the car on the way to school. I had to read it out loud in front of them. And it was, it literally, I can't remember, I can remember part of it now, but I remember the concept of it. And it said, attitude to me is 10% of what happens to me and 90% of how I react to it. Mm. And I think, um, in, you know, in the kingdom mindset, we have to react to, you know, the situations and the circumstances. It's 10% of what happens to us. Mm-hmm. Like 10% of it. Yeah. That can affect, you know, my praise. Like, it's like, it's like, we allow that, we allow this 10% badness this 10 percent, i didn't like that to affect stuff like our praise stuff like our worship um and you know this 10 percent of like you know i'm still frustrated in this season to affect that when it's really the 90 percent. and i think god sometimes looks at the 90 percent of how we're reacting to those situations to the frustration to the uncertainty are we going to trust him in the uncertainty are we going to praise him in the battle are we going to um continue to worship him in the storm and i think um you know, that kind of reminded me, you know, where, where's your attitude today? And, and, you know, we're not talking about attitudes, but we're talking about breakthrough. But I think it's very connected to the fact that God is looking at how we respond to the circumstances that are in front of us. Um, and honestly, how we're stewarding them and how we're taking care of them and saying, like, am I like almost Shadrach, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego mm-hmm. in the story in the Bible? Um, like, even if not, God will still praise you. Like, are we living lives that, you know, say, even if not this, God, I'm going to trust you. Even if not, God, I'm going to praise you. Even if not, um, you're so good. You're so faithful. Um, and I think that is really connect- closely connected to breakthrough. Well, it has everything to do with it. I, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, think, I think that it has everything to do with it. I agree with Ashton wholeheartedly. And, you know, something when she just said, you know, uh, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they, when they said, hey, even if not, we're going to praise you. Can you just say this? It's, it's, are you prepared to say even if not? Now, can I, just, can I just throw some really optimistic, I mean, just some great news out there? It wasn't, first of all, I'm, I'm going to very casually say the word easy because it wasn't easy. But it was easy for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to say, God, either way. And let me explain what I mean. It wasn't easy. Anything, nothing they did was easy. Mm-hmm. Okay, we, we, we give in to peer pressure all the time. Simon Peter gave in to, you know, three different times denying Jesus Christ. And so obviously what they did wasn't easy, but it was easy for them to say that because here's the thing. Here's the thing. It was, it was true either way because as a child of God, it, it's not that you serve God. You're going to 828, Romans 828 says all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. So you have the promise that it's going to be good. 
and it's going to be and it's going to be God's best for you no matter what. Mm-hmm. So here's here's the part. Are you willing are you willing to say in you're waiting for a breakthrough even if not God. And here's the thing, even if it's not the one I want, even if it's not the thing I want, even if it's not my way, even if it's not the the job I want or even if it's not the way I think it would go. I'm going to praise you anyway. And that's the thing. It may not be your way, but it's going to be God's way. But here's the thing. It's going to be the best way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, maybe it wasn't easy. They didn't know this, but the reality is they were, they were winning no matter what. God chose to bring them out of the fire and deliver them in the best way for both for them as well, the, the way they would have wanted it. But if he didn't and they would have burned in the fire, then they would have been in eternity with God. And I'm telling you, God, either way, was caused them to win. And so his way is the best way regardless. And it's the best way for us. I tweeted something this morning that actually goes along with this about an hour ago. It says, today, and I sent this to some of our leadership team as well. Today, let the enemies, I'm sorry, today's, today let the promise of God's goodness awaken expectancy and be your anchor in troubled times. Instead of rehearsing what is going wrong, Remind yourself that God is working all things out for your good. Mm-hmm. So it may tie in the thought of Romans eight twenty eight. But we need to let we need to awaken expectancy. And so while we're in this season of waiting, you know, the whole way to end this and breakthrough is not continually to talk about the fact that, hey, you're at a breaking point. You are there. Okay, so you're there. But are you expecting God to do something? So we must make the effort to depend and follow the Lord, even if we don't understand where where He's taking us. We have to choose to follow him. And so we have to choose to wake, wake expectancy. We have to choose to rehearse what's going right instead of viewing, your, viewing what's going wrong. So we have to choose to look at him. We have to choose to follow him. We have to choose to have a more positive outlook, even in the face of negativity. Yeah. And, and so I'm going to say get prepared, right? Get motivated, get moving, and break through the opposition so you can reach the promised land, so you can reach this place that God has for you, this next level, right? So breaking through is saying that your best days are not behind you, they're ahead of you. That's breaking through. Mm. Breaking through is saying, you know what? The enemy can't take me out because God's got his hand over my life. Regardless of how, I'm going to serve God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego broke through. The breakthrough wasn't coming out of the fire. That was a miracle of God. The breakthrough was saying, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna serve God. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go forward." So when you go through a, through a season of stress, think of it as a an emotional workout. So it's not a season of stretch stress; it's a season yeah. of stretch. Mm, that's good. And when, <clears throat> just kind of how you guys talked about yesterday, you know, when there's resistance, um, sometimes we view that as like a bad thing, but it's similar to what you're saying. It, it really is like it's you're working at your spiritual muscles. When there's resistance, um, we have the ability to grow our faith and to continue to say like, you know, like our, uh, on sun, this past Sunday, mm-hmm. was it this past Sunday, Dr. Yeah. Preach? Yeah. Um, this past Sunday we had um, uh, one of our pa- pastors speak at our church and he talked on the, this idea of like, you know, um, I lost my train of thought of hope. Sorry of hope. And, um, when he was talking about it, he was talking about like how, like how, you know, as believers, like we have to get our minds like refocused and remember like what God's brought us through. And he was talking about how like this battle of depression, you know, tried to continually attack his life. But 
when the Lord helped him like learn how to deal with that and how to um, break through that, the next time it tried to come in his life, he he knew how to work it out and he knew how to continue to fight that battle. And I think number one, it takes that resistance that that first initial resistance that, that we have an enemy. Like, let's just be real about that. We have an enemy that is after us. He wants to steal from us. He wants to kill us, and he wants to destroy us. But we have a good God. That There's the other part. We have a good God. We have Jesus who came to bring life and life abundant. So what are we fixing our eyes on? Number one, we have to be aware that there's like, there is an enemy. We have to be aware that there is a, there's a battle. And um, that, that uh, the way that we can break through that is through, you know, fixing our eyes on the light of, Jesus that he's brought into our life, the the things that he's brought us through. And when we go through um, that breaking point, we can rely on the fact that like, I can get back up. That's the difference between a child of God and, you know, a, you know, a weak spiritual, like a spiritual muscles or weak Christian. Like it, it's the fact that like, when I fall, it's not that I don't fall. Everyone's going to fall. Everyone is going to, you know, have that breaking point. But it's the fact that like, we rely on the Lord to help us get back up and we don't yeah. stay down. And that's the difference between, you know, someone who's weak muscles, spiritually speaking, or, you know, someone who's not. Amen. Amen. Good stuff. Good word. <clears throat> so if you find yourself, as we come into the second half of the show today, if you find yourself in a space of waiting mm. for God, and I'm going to throw out, because I think this will probably be a net that's wide enough to capture most everyone. If you find yourself waiting for God to bring healing, provision, you know, maybe you're waiting for reconciliation. Maybe you're waiting for a salvation to, to a loved one. You know, you're waiting for uh, a restoration in a marriage. You're waiting for, uh, you know, you're wa- waiting for a job opening. You're waiting for a promotion. You're waiting, <clears throat> you know, you're waiting for, you know, God to bring some answers in some investment or maybe into a partnership or you're trying to grow your business or you're growing a department or you're, you're waiting for God and you find yourself in the middle of waiting for God. Amen. Perhaps it's time to partner with him. And that's the, that's what I want to leave you this week. I want to leave this with partnering with him <clears throat> in prayer, <clears throat> in, pro- in properly viewing prayer <clears throat> in context of breakthrough. So it's not begging God, but it's beginning to pray. I would encourage you, there's an old book that's been around. I think it's by, uh, I can't remember if it's by Beth Moore or Joyce Meyer, but it's Praying God's Word. And I would encourage you to get a copy of this, you know, and pray God's word, you know, begin mm-hmm. to partner with him in prayer, begin to partner with him in proclamation. So you can do this by praying the word of God, and then you can do this by formulating, you know, d- declarations, you know, you can, you can, uh, you can get declarations. We have access to declarations. You can message us and we'll give you access to declarations. We're actually starting something here really soon where you can uh, receive a declaration of the day. If you want to receive that on your phone, we're going to be able to send that to you. And I'm telling you, you need things like that. I do. So you can partner with him in proclamation. You can partner with him in praise. You know, we put a song of the day out every day. And, uh, and today we're going to put a song out that uh, Dumasani brought to our attention yesterday that goes along with this word. But, you know, you could partner with him in praise. You know, you're in yeah. the, I don't care if your praise is the Gaither vocal band singing Amazing Grace <laughs> yeah. or if it's Hillsong or if it's Elevation. It doesn't really matter. Maverick City. I like both. I like both. <laughs> but it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Partner with him in praise. You know, and begin to, begin to put the praise of God before the battle. 
Just like, just like the victories in the word, they put the praise first. You can partner with him in purpose. What does that mean, partner with him in purpose? It means that if God's placed a purpose in your life, don't wait for things to be perfect. Don't wait to start but, but before I mean, to, you, until you feel qualified. Mm. If God's placed the, the resources and, and if he's placed the, the, uh, the desire and he's placed the opportunity in your hands, begin to partner with him in purpose. If it's, if it's a big dream and you have a big dream and, and it's really, really small right now and you see an oak tree and you, all you have is an acorn, then do it in the form of an acorn right now. Don't despise mm-hmm. the day of small beginnings. So partner with him in purpose. I'm going to give you one more. Partner with him in power, not your power. Yep. Take Ephesians 3.20, unto him who's able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Here it is, comma, according to his power that's at work in us. So partner with him in his power. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or that you can think, but it's in his power. So as we wrap up this week together in the next you know, few minutes... I want to I pray and declare of you the same prayer that Paul prayed in Ephesians 3, 16, 21. And he said, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner okay. being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all of God's people to grasp how wide, listen to this, how long, how deep, mm. how high, the love of Christ is, and to know that this love, it surpasses knowledge. His peace surpasses understanding. His love surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Come on. Now unto him who's able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine, according to his power that's at work in us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Our God is able. That's so good. And I think sometimes, you know, I just want you guys to put it in the comments, put it, um, just say it out loud, even wherever you're at. Like, it might be weird if you're at work, so. <laughs> but Amen. Yeah, amen. But I just want to encourage you, like, say that out loud. Like, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or think. And I think, so if we're looking at faith, this idea of, um, you know, like having these God-sized dreams, like, God's, God's going to place dreams inside of us. And sometimes like how you were saying, you know, like, like don't wait till you're, you feel qualified. Don't wait till you feel like you have enough because at the, you know, yes, we need to be pursuing him and actively having a relationship with him. And that's, you know, that's key. But as far as like feeling qualified and going through that, don't wait for that to be the thing that pushes you over because, um, God's going to place dreams inside of us and it's going to take faith that like faith isn't just like, Oh, I have faith today. Mm-hmm. It, it's sometimes it's scary. Like it's an it's a thing where we're like, I actually don't know how this ends because I see it with my own eyes. I know how it ends because of who my God is, mm. and um, that's sometimes really scary. Like think about that. Like we, you know, like it's almost like a trust fall, but with our lives. Like it's like you say trust like, ball. Trust trust fall. Oh, trust fall. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, what is that? No trust. It's almost like a trust fall, um, but mm-hmm. instead of us like falling into someone's arms, it's us placing our lives and like just saying like, hey, wherever you, you know, I'm gonna place you in the Lord's hands. Like, mm-hmm. I know He's gonna catch it, and um, you know, it doesn't mean we we just act and just do whatever, but it means that we we place it in His hands, and that's why we know yeah. we can have the breakthrough, um, because we've seen Him do it before. He's not going to stop now. I've heard it said before, you know, he's been faithful then. Why would he stop with my, why would he stop with my life? Mm. Why would he stop with me? Mm. Um, and 
that's the truth today. And no matter what you're going through, you know, I think the enemy is on a mission to discourage believers. I just, right. I think that's the, that is truly what he does. He tries to, from even from the time of the garden, what did he make Eve do? He made him her question, did God really say that? Yeah. Did God really say that about your life? You know, I think he, sometimes he asks us the same thing and he can get, if we're not okay, like um, guarding our hearts, he gets in our own ears and says, hey, hey, did God really call you to that? Did God really tell you that, you know, he's going to provide all your needs? Did God really tell you he's going to heal you? Did God really tell you he's going to heal that marriage? I think there's so many different things that the enemy, if we let him, he'll get in our ear about. But because we know who our God is, we have the ability to set our hope on, hey, I, you know, we're going to speak your word and we're going to completely point out his word and um, challenge him at his word. And it's not a challenge as in like, hey, God, you said this. How dare you? But it's a challenge. Hey, God, I know you said this. Help me remember to trust you in this because this is who you are. You, you're not a God that you should lie. And I think that verse has come up. Uh, he's not a man that he should lie um, has come up constantly throughout this week. Um, it's yeah. been said a few times, a few different days, but our God's not a liar. He's a wor- he keeps his promises, and he keeps his word to us, um, and it's awesome. Yeah, you know, in, in 100%. And, you know, um, we have a few minutes here, and what, yeah, and I think what I want to nail home is, again, and go back to this for a second, to the, to the facts and truth thing. Yeah. The enemy, the enemy plays in the realm of facts. God plays in the realm of truth. And the Bible says the truth will set you free. We limit that sometimes to, you know, to just one aspect. You know, hey, look, if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. But the reality is it's, it's a, if you know the truth, which is the word of God, then it will set you free. Mm-hmm. And it will set you free from the facts. I mean, facts are to ignore facts is to ignore possible reality. But yeah. then to ignore truth when you are a child of God is to ignore the very purpose that Jesus Christ came. He came to give us life and life more abundantly. He came to save us. And then as a believer, and you hear that, that there's the caveat, there's the, there's a condition as a believer. If you're not a believer, then, then become a believer. This applies to you. But if you're a believer, then you are grafted in and you are now a partaker in the truth. And if we did a series a couple of months ago on God, God math and look, nothing in the word of God is going to line up logically necessarily with the, with the systems, the economy, and the practices of the world, because God says, my ways are above your ways and my thoughts yeah. are above your thoughts. And so he's, he's a God who is supernatural. He takes the super and or he takes the natural. He adds the super. So it's supernatural. He takes the ordinary. He adds the extra. So yeah. he's extraordinary. He's, he's a God who is above. He's a God that is more. So take a fact that is there and, and you don't deny it, but then you take it and you set it up against the word of God where the truth is. And then truth Trump's fact. And so can I just, can I just say I'm confident mm-hmm. that the breakthrough you're believing God for is on the way. Yeah. Because we serve a Savior who is passionate about his people, and he's alive, and he's active on the earth today. He's not dead. He's not in the grave. He's not a yesterday Jesus. He's an on-time God. And he broke through on the car. I want you to say, I want to say that again. He broke through on the cross. He came to, here's the thing. God is the author of the breakthrough. He came to a breaking point on the cross where the enemy pressured him. And he was at a breaking point. He could have broken, mm-hmm. except he's God. And that's what the enemy wanted to do. But he could have also broke, broke down 
and he could have broke out. He could have, the Bible says, it says that he could have called 10,000 angels, legions of angels, and he could have, they could have come and taken him off the cross because he was God. And I'm going to tell you, if I were there and they were spitting on me and pulling my beard and they were nailing me to a cross and shoving thorns in my head and, and, and hitting me, I can tell you, I'd be tempted to wipe them all out. Yeah. I'd be tempted to get out off that thing. He could have broke out, but he didn't. So at his breaking point, he's the author of the breakthrough. He is the original breakthrough artist. He broke through on the cross. Yeah. And he broke free from death for you and for me so that we could go from death to life, from grave to goodness, from failure to freedom. He's the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and he will break through for us. Amen. Amen. Come on. You have an assurance today. Somebody. You, you, you talked about the, you know, I'm confident. I'm confident. Like, where are you putting your confidence? And um, in Psalms 121, it says, I lift my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? So it's asking a question. Where does my help come from? Oh, my help comes from the Lord, mm. the maker of heaven, heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. And he who watches over you will not slumber. God's not sleeping. Mm. God's not sleeping on you. Like, he's not, he's not like, oh, I'll do that later. He's not. De- like delaying you for a, a denial he's 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 listening to you he cares for you so where's your confidence we have to look to the lord he made the heavens and the earth and he still cares about you come on he made each and every one of you and i, I love that and um you when you talk about confidence like we have to put that confidence and our faith and our trust in him and it's easy to put our confidence on what we see Amen. but faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we don't see and um amen confidence is a whole nother thing it's like not right in front of me vision but it's like i'm gonna allow god to just take care of this man what a good series we're gonna pray with them today then we're gonna turn it over to mike here and and uh heavenly father and if you if you're listening today if you're watching today no matter what day it is if you're listening to this on another source at a later time today's your day of breakthrough i believe that we're the bible says we're to agree on earth as touching anything they ask, it shall be done for them by our Father, which is in heaven. So let's agree together today. Heavenly Father, I know you're able and you're willing to do immeasurably more than I could ask or imagine. So I choose to live my life praying bold prayers and seeing big breakthrough. God, not just for myself, but also for those around me. Let our lives be testimonies to your goodness and power that point people to Jesus in your name, in the name of Jesus. And everyone said... Amen. Thank you for this series, Mike. Thank you all for tuning in to all of our audio platform listeners, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, any of those. If you want to join us live, we are live every single morning on Facebook and YouTube Live. Search David Villa Game Changer, and you can find us. Join the comments. Join in with our crew that's always with us. You know, take a stab at me and how terrible I look on camera, or take a stab at Ezra and his faux Mario hat, whichever you want to do. Please don't take a stab at me. I'm a softie, and I'll cry. So. <laughs> To all of our live audience that's with us on Facebook and YouTube every morning, if you haven't already, go to your favorite audio um, podcast platform, hit the subscribe button anywhere that you can think to have a podcast. We are there. So make sure you guys go join Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. I, there's literally, I want to say there's like a list of like 17 that we see every single day that it put it distributes to. If you haven't already, please go check out faithgear.co. Our newest drop is up. The Summer 21 drop is up. It's available. We have a very limited supply. So make sure if you want something, you go ahead and grab it. We will get it out as soon as we, uh, as soon as we can. Um, this week, if you guys didn't keep up with it this week, if you missed a couple of episodes, if you want to go back and watch the replays, first off, all of our replays are up on YouTube. And today's episode will be live by 12 o'clock today. 
but you can follow along with every single episode day by day as we went through this with our Bible plan breaking point on you version. It ties directly into the podcast. All of his notes were based on that. Um, what were you saying? Never mind. Okay. <laughs> um, but thank you all for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed this. This was a great series for us. I took a lot away from this. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you guys on Monday. The title for next week is The Little Things, brought to you by Diana Villa. So, oh, I forgot. That's what that's what they were telling me. Song of the day is KB Armies. That's what that's what Ashton was trying to signal me for. I forgot the song of the day. Um, and if you guys are listening on Spotify, if you haven't, we can actually tie a song of the day into our podcast every single episode. So we're going to start doing that as well. If you haven't already, it just pops up right there when you see the episode. But thank you all for listening. Hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Hope you guys enjoy it. Relax. Have fun. We'll see you guys Monday bright and early at 830 a.m. And on that note, we out. Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to connect further, check out the David Villa's Game Changer group on Facebook. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Game Changer.